When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. Um, the mantra is we just want to do right by our employees, by our customers, and by our shareholders, by ourselves. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baypyong. Welcome to another episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We are now at episode five. That that's pretty quick. We 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 went through all those episodes very quickly. If you're new to the show, um, welcome first of all, and just to give you a heads up of what Hustle Share is, Hustle Share is a podcast where hustlers share their battle stories and their hacks to inspire other hustlers to do their own grind. What we do here in this podcast is that we discuss the journey, whether it's a struggle, it's a win, or anything in between, not to one-up each other, but to learn and empathize that, hey, you know what? I can actually learn from some someone that I've never actually met or someone that, that that's completely out of my current field. And by doing that, hopefully you'll learn a thing or two that will help your own grind and your own hustle in your own way. So what do we do? Uh, we talk about it in the most realist way possible. We don't talk about the bullshit, all the press releases and whatnot. We go deep into the grind. So uh, just a heads up, uh, there's a lot of cussing involved. Just I, I want to keep it real and, 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 and be very me. 
But if you're down with that, then let's go. In this episode, we're going to be talking to the founder and CEO of Shirtly. So what is Shirtly? Shirtly is an online platform that allows you to launch your own shirt business. And today we're going to be talking to James Fernando, their CEO. So the beautiful thing about this journey about James is that this guy literally started this whole business in high school just by selling shirts. So in this episode, he's going to be talking about how he did uh, launch this during his time in high school to college all the way through him getting funded and whatnot and how he actually managed to save his business in the dire straits called the valley of death in startup language and also we're going to be talking about interesting things about how he hacks his time how he properly accounts for every single thing that he does and why he does not have a phone all of that only here in this episode so if you're ready let's go and let's begin this episode right now Today we have a very cool guest because I've known this guy for a while. I haven't seen you in like how how long has it been? Three three years? Yeah, I guess two to three years. Wow, um, that's pretty a, long. That's time. an eternity in startup yeah, years. I've been in the cave. Um, for I've quite been a in a cave too, <laughs> but I can't stay in there for too long. <laughs> right. So we are today with with James Fernando, the founder and CEO of Shirtly. James, how are you? Yeah, doing good, Ron. I mean, like first I want to say that uh, what you're doing here is really nice. I mean. I'm an avid um, listener of podcasts. Awesome. Tim Ferriss. Um, I'm not startups. Tim Ferriss. Huh? I'm Tim Ferriss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim Ferriss. <laughs> A.K.A. Rockstar. <laughs> no, no, that no. guy's good. I swear. Yeah, yeah. No, but, you know, I've been looking for a local um, podcast that's really nice. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I, thank you as well because you made time. Uh, as we're recording this, it's a Saturday, you know, it's, right. it's usually a rest day for startup, but startup founders don't know fucking rest, you yeah. know, we just grind and grind and grind. Yeah, even Sundays. I yeah, guess. and the reason why James is here today is because uh, I, I was telling him while we're prior to the show is that every time I launch something, or whether it's a business or whatever, yeah. he's always the top guy I, I reach out because his business is very vital to any startup, at least in my in my case, because... He makes shirts. He just doesn't make shirts just like any kind of whatever shirt uh, company. He he empowers people to make shirts. So, James, let's go straight to the point. What's your hustle? Um, my hustle is basically um, a company called Shirtly. Um, Shirtly is a platform for shirt entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, so we empower, as you said, we empower... Um, Shirt entrepreneurs. Empower, not designers. power. Like power, not the network. Well, we can do that. <laughs> power. Uh, we've done that like seminars and shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you empower entre- shirt entrepreneurs. How? Um, so our platform basically takes care of the fulfillment and production side mm. of the dirty work basically of selling shirts. Shit. Okay. From production to delivery. And then when they get to sell a shirt on their online store, okay, um, we just remit them the profits. That is so awesome. So they don't really. That's probably more than half of the work. Yeah, actually, because the only thing that they need to focus on is you know creating the shirts. That's a okay. huge part, and I think digital marketing, um, awesome. reaching their audience, reaching their um, you know fans. Because if they already have fans, they okay. just need to put out merch, like you said. Yeah. 
Um, so if you're a startup, if you're a community, you followers, organizations, that, YouTuber, right. we have uh, YouTubers already. Um, you know, just sell Kong TV merch. number one. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm we, a big Kong fan. That's right? why if you look at the the, the art. I'm doing a pa- that's not a number one sign that's a power sign because <laughs> here in chatbot yeah. at least he's like our patron saint he, <laughs> we, we dissect his episodes of stupidity but the guy is the guy is awesome he's funny I love him yeah. patron saint yeah. power <laughs> Saint Kong TV power. if you're listening yeah I met with met with him like a few months ago no hey, yeah, you know his number um Facebook, we're Facebook. Okay, okay, I don't okay. have a phone. I, I, I need to hook up because yeah. he is. I want Let's him go. on the show too. All right, oh, Let's power. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and Jun Jun, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a good. He's man. Oh my god, right, I'll be yeah. starstruck. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, okay, we just got a referral <laughs> on the show. But okay, James, let's just track back a little bit before we discuss. You know the the nitty gritty of how Shirtly operates. Okay. How the hell did you start this business? Oh man. Um. Well, I've been a shirt seller for I think nine to ten years already. Wow. What yeah. was that? College, high school? Um, fourth year high school. High school. Yeah, yeah. So we've been through the traditional process of creating a shirt business. Where did you study high school? If you don't mind me asking. Um, Don Bosco. Makati. Mandaluyong. Manda. I get that a lot. Okay. No, because <laughs> that's right. like yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. the traffic is all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Makati. I, well, no, no, and parking Walter Mart all right, the time. Right, Always right, traffic. Right. That's why Mandaluyong. Let's <laughs> okay. go, guys. The Bosco Mandaluyong. How did you come up with that? Because most start. I mean, most high school dudes don't know, don't really care about shit. So you started this selling shirts. So that was pretty cool. Well, it basically started with an economics class professor. Mm. There was a fair that we had to take part of. We had mm. to create a business, and mm. I felt like. I wanted to lead the sh- the thing. The there shit. you go. Um, shirt revolution of <laughs> Don Bosco Mandaluyo. <laughs> so okay. yeah, we we went to Divisoria to get some shirts. Uh, ah, so you went the whole yeah, avenue, yeah. right? You go went to the place to be. Right. Yeah. Oh, um, in DB. Okay. Like bring like hand carrying 100, 200 shirts. Shit. Wow. Um, and you were alone, or did you have other friends? I or? had um like other leaders, mm, like okay. technically co-founders of the business so we went there and uh, we experienced all the like inconvenience of yeah yeah starting it it's not easy yeah you know. but it's fun for us like it's our first time to do that you know yeah. we have a business like we have meetings right um so we really enjoyed that part and then when i entered college um i think that's when it became a bit um, more serious for okay and for you the, studied where in college um, DLSU. There you go. Right, right now, as we speak, he's wearing green, <laughs> representing the animal. Right. There you go. It's like wow. Of all, when I saw him today, it's like of all the shirts, James, you chose to wear green. Really? No. Okay. Yeah, actually, you wear green every day. Oh, there you go. No, no, no just I'm kidding. Green-minded guy. I just have one green shirt, and you chose to wear it today. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, so you studied in DLSU. What taste? What course did you take up? Um, business management. Um, mm, so it's really in line. But there was a first year, second year. You're really not supposed to be doing this shit yet. Right. No, I, I just, when we started um, selling shirts um, for Animonation, that's the and name. They call of the it Animonation. Animonation. Very green. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> the thing was. That's the Ateneans right there. Hey, hey guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, my best friend is Atene. Anyway. Ah, there you go. Um, yeah. So I had a certain itch. Okay. Because. 
um, if you see the other big universities, um, they have like these hoodies with those big names. Right, right. Like, for example, Harvard. Um, college swag. Yeah, college swag, basically. Yeah. And apparently, at that time, around 2013, mm. we didn't have a basic hoodie like that. Mm. It was all those very sporty jackets, polyester. Ah. Um, and I didn't like it. I mean, I'm yeah. You didn't want to rock uh, like something. Of course, in in college, especially in La Salle and that new. Yeah, you don't. You're not. I studied in USC, so yeah, I can yeah. get away with three pairs of polos and what because we had uniform. Right, right. You guys had to rock something every single day. That's different. Yes, yes, yes. You need to be um, comfortable with what you wear. That's true. That's right. true. And you want to. You don't want to look like a slob going to school. Yeah. Right. So, and, wow. So that's your itch. Yeah, that was an itch, and. Everyone, almost everyone would wear jackets or hoodies every day, but not a single DLSU hoodie. And I wanted to have one. Got it. And that, they only popped that during Ateneo La Salle in UAP. Everybody yeah. starts pulling their green shirts right. and whatnot. Okay, right, cool. Right. That's, that's pretty awesome. So from there, how did you turn that from just doing hoodies? How did that transition all the way? Did you do this though, your whole college tenure? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I started in my first year. Okay, um, and then how did you? So go I think no. The, one of the first problems that we had was when we started, we didn't have money to start. And as a and college course, student, I mean, that's not. I mean, unless small. you're selling something illegal, then. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, that's not like a joke. No. no. So the thing was, um, we we tried to negotiate a, a term. Mm. So, um, what if we get fifty? Um, hoodies only okay and then we pay you we pay the guy 30 to 60 days after nice um your supplier yeah the supplier and then he agreed yeah he agreed wow. he agreed so we were able to bring the hoodies um you're already zero, hustling in college you're finessing people <laughs> payment terms of 30 right. 60 wow yeah, that's yeah. more because we didn't have money we didn't have a choice yeah. at the time but you like, you had to sell something and you wanted to yes, sell something absolutely at least the money up front it will already pay for itself down the road. You didn't have to borrow that yes. or loan that somewhere. Because wow. we, we didn't have to um, take a loan anymore. Okay, so, so after college, what happened? After college, um, um, I wanted to go straight to... Um, I didn't go to um, the corporate world after You college. were decided. You wanted to pursue this. Yeah, because apparently animation was pretty doing good at the time. Okay. So... I could start another business on the side. Nice. But I didn't know anyone um, from the startup community. It, like those years, um, that was the year when Kickstart Ventures, Ideas yep, Paper, sure. all right, releasing the first portfolio companies. Yep, yep, like, yep. you know that, right? Yep. Part so, of that. I'm part of the first couple. I was second wave, yeah. A second wave, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so that was the time. So uh, I was interested to join the, the startup community, community, but right. I didn't know anyone. So um, what we did was we um, created a thesis about the startup ecosystem. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that way I got to meet several people. Like who? Um, like, for example, um, we interviewed Christian Bester from Kickstarter oh, Ventures. That great German. Right, no, right, no, he's, yeah. he's a good guy. Like, yeah. like he's, he's one of the four founders of, 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 uh, of the startup yeah. community. Even when the term startup wasn't even used here, he's... Yeah, I know. He's already there. Yeah. Right. And I think we also met um, Earl from Idea Space. Oh, Earl. Right. Yeah. And awesome. other 
the next couple episodes or the episode before this or after I don't I don't know yet but okay. Earl is gonna be part of this too so right, OG right. daddies of the startup <laughs> community yeah. all right now what did you learn from them no I actually meeting them um, was a huge part of how we started shortly okay um, so there was one time um, when I went out for a beer with Christian Bessler how old were you um, over eighteen I just want to make sure that yeah. You're okay. <laughs> Christian, why are you taking kids out for a beer? 20 years old. I'm not sure if he remembers this, but I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he will if he listens to this for some reason. So I had the business, another shirt business called T-Tank. T-Tank. Yeah. um, Yeah, so he was, you were the one, who you were T-Tank. And he was rocking your shirts all the time. Yeah. The billionaires, whatever. Was that you? Which? The Iron Man, like he had a shirt like the Iron Man. Philanthropist, billionaire. Ah, um, I think that's another. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. You're you're right. T tank. Okay. Yeah, we're, we were T tank. So, um, we, the problem with T tank was we produced like lots of inventory when we started. Um, the problem for us was we only sold around three hundred shirts in six months. And you invested. Now you're sitting in all these inventory. Yeah. What so, do you do with that? They're all printed already. Yeah, printed already. Shoot. Okay. So, um. I, I tried to meet with uh, Christian Bester because I wanted to ask for advice. Okay. And um, basically, he asked, he, he told me that selling th- 300 shirts in six months is like selling to your families and friends only. Yep. That's so, how, bl- that's the real, and th- that's, that's what you love about Chris. He, yeah, that's what. He only like, tells you the truth. Yeah. Uncoded. That's the German in him. Right. You know, <laughs> he, he's straightforward. And most Filipinos will get. This is what, what, what it is. And Filipinos are emotional. We like sugarcoating yeah. things. We like right. dilly-dallying and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What I love about Chris is that he goes straight to the point. Yeah. He tells you what you need to hear, what you not need to what hear. you don't want, not what you want to hear. And it really gives you a shock. And then not a shock, like it wakes you up. Yeah. Right? Cold hard truth. It was indeed a wake-up call yeah. at the time. And I asked him, like, if, I were, if you were in my position, what would you do? Yeah. Um, and he said, I would close it down. Wow. Yeah, I would start all over. Okay. And I was a bit, I was shocked at the time, of course. I was, yeah. it was my only bit, well, it was my second business at the time. Right. Um, and you still kept Animonation running on the side? Yeah, on the side. Okay. Uh, for a few more years. Okay. It's still running now, but I'm not part of it anymore. Oh, okay. My partner bought the shares. Ah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this guy had an exit in the ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not, <laughs> not like your oh, exit. Not, but still, an exit. <laughs> got it, I got right, it. Right, right. Okay, so. Um, it took me three days to okay. think about... Three days? Wow, that's a lot of wondering. <laughs> How young were you? 21? 20? 20, 20. Okay, that, wow. Okay. So, um, that's when I realized that I, again, had an itch. Okay. Like, there's this sitting pile of inventory at home, mm. and I couldn't sell it. What if, there, what if there's a way to start all this again without yeah. having to deal with that? Yeah. So, that's how Shirty was born um, after that meeting with um, Christian Bessler. Okay, how did that, what's the first minimum viable product of Shirtly? Um, I remember when I met you, you're, yeah. you're already doing the MVP of this one. Yes. MVP, again, minimum viable product, uh, in, just to remove the startup jargon, if you're not a startup dude and you're listening to this. MVP is the, it's like our prototype. The mi- least minimum thing that you can ship out there for people to be able to use. Yeah. So you went from selling shirts online, the typical way of like e-commerce, Facebook, whatever, Sulit back then, OLX, yeah. and you wanted to create a platform. How did that happen? 
Well, it was very scrappy at the time. I just created the landing page using WordPress. Yep. We didn't have Squarespace back then. But yep. um, so I created one and then I just started calling people. Okay. Um, the goal for me that time was to create one success story. Okay. Um, an organization or a community that needed to raise funds. Nice. And um, we just wanted to have one success story. And it came in um, the form of Cats of Manila. Cats of Manila! Yeah. All right, I'm a yeah. cat person! Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a big cat. I'm, I'm the most unlikely dude. You'd probably judge me like, oh, this guy's hip hop and shit. <laughs> but I love right. cats. I have a cat. Yeah. His yeah. name is Big Boy. Yeah. Big Boy? Yeah, it looks like it's a tuxedo cat. It's a. Yeah, I don't know if you know what a tuxedo cat is. It's black uh, yeah. and white. He looks like a, he has a tuxedo on. What? There's a, yeah, just Google oh, okay. it. Tuxedo uh, okay. cats. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the color yeah. of their fur. They call it. They call it tuxedo cats. Ah, I yeah. see. Does it really look like a tuxedo? Yes. It's just they're only primarily black and white. They look like cool, they're wearing cool. something. They, sometimes they look like they have a mask. So it looks like Zorro. Oh my. Yeah, uh, or Batman. Okay, we're, we're right, talking right. about cats. So Cats of Manila okay. joined in and you wanted to help yeah. them out. And what was your business model for you? What's in it for you? Of course, because this is a business, not a cause, yeah. right? For every shirt, you're covering your spread through the manufacturing, which already had a margin on. Is that yeah. correct? Um, no, um, we, we do sell, we, we help them sell shirts on a per piece basis. Okay. So if they sell one shirt, we get a profit from that already. Okay. So it doesn't matter how many they sell. Okay. Because um, as long as they're, you know, um, marketing on their own yeah. we, and we, they sell, we, we get a profit in it. We don't nice. need to produce like a big bulk of shirts like before. How did you stumble upon them? Like, I want to know about that hustle because right. it's not easy. It's like you're making a... MVP, you were known for T Tank shirt, um, uh, Animo N- Nation. Yeah. At first, how did you bump? Because this is not serendipity only, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Of course. That's a hustle, actually, people. You know, when you, you, you look for people, especially when you're starting out, the first couple of transactions, your first business can make or break your business. Mm-hmm. And if you stumble about the right one, you're gonna get off on the right note. Right. So how did you get that type of? Of, of organization to work with you? Um, actually, it was just plain cold messages on Facebook. Nice. Okay. Um, I just messaged a couple of organizations and okay. apparently they were already looking to sell merchandise. Nice. And I think it was uh, just the right timing. So it's not, um, you didn't ask cats around like, hey, do you know any? <coughs> like, hey, <"Meow." laughs> They're like, hey, do you know any? I was, oh, do you cats of Manila? No. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, no. so. Oh, so I just, just you asked message. them and they agreed and long story short they they agreed were to sell their shit on Strictly. Yeah. And so how they did that were work? Like, story. Um the you enabled their store to be in shirt.ly, Shirtly. Yeah, they, they got to create a store on Shirtly. Okay. It's Shirtly slash Cats of Manila. You can still check yep, it out yep. on Vice Shirts. There you go. <laughs> but it's still there till now. Yeah, still there. Still oh, there. There um, you go. Cat people. Yeah, yeah. Very passionate about our cats. Right. So that's good. Yeah. Um, so um, like what happened was um, they were able to sell more than 100 shirts at the time. 100. Nice. Yeah, um, so that's good validation that for you that this platform works. Yeah. Because you help them out. They make spread out of their... Shit, of course, they have a cut of the, 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 the of course, the, 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 the shirts they sold. Yeah, they, they put And they the also help out. you at the same time. Yes. Okay, now, let's take a quick break. 
after the break, we will discuss how James was able to scale from helping cats of Manila to helping more shirt entrepreneurs after the break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph. That's saschallenge.ph. And good luck and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. Hey, do you guys like what you're hearing so far? If you do, please don't forget to show us some love and subscribe to Hustle Share on your favorite podcast app. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all the other major podcast apps. Also, if you want to get in touch with us and suggest the next hustlers you want to hear in the show, please do messages on our chatbot on Messenger. Just search Hustle Share or go to m.me slash hustleshare powered by chatbot.ph. And lastly, if you want to know more about the details and resources we discussed during each episode, please go to our show notes at hustleshare.com. Cool? All right, back to the show. And we're back from the break. We're still with James Fernando of Shirtley, who likes cats. I like you. <laughs> so we help cat I do people. like cats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cat, yeah. Cats all day. No, there's in my Instagram, there's only like three things you're going to see. Actually, in my Facebook. Uh, shoes, which is specifically Air Maxes. Startup okay. shit, basketball, and then cats. <laughs> <laughs> I love cats, though. For real, for real. They're, 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 they're cute. And they're funny and they're stupid. All right, James, go, All right. going back to your story, right? You helped Cats of Manila. I'm pretty sure things went up from that point. How how did you go from Cats of Manila to helping, what do you call them? 
Seven-digit seven preneurs. Sh- shirt talking about shirtpreneurs. Yeah, shirtpreneurs. Seven-digit shirt. How, who <laughs> came up with that? Yeah, that was a content teammate. That's, that's hard to say. <laughs> okay, so seven-digit shirtpreneurs, meaning yeah. you produce millionaires in the platform. Well, those are uh, sales numbers, not... Um, Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Revenue right. in millions. Million dollar. Million dollar, no. Wow, okay. Dollar I'm kidding. <laughs> you got people to sell mil- millions of pesos worth of shirts right. using Shirtly. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, did yeah. you get from Cats of Manila to million, what do you get? Seven digit shirtpreneurs. <laughs> right. I just right. call them millionaires, bro. <laughs> right. How, how do you get there? Yeah, well, so after Cats of Manila, we had a couple of success stories already. Okay. And so it was apparent at that time that we should focus on content, creating content yeah. um, from these stories. And um, we basically came up with a campaign called Launch Your Sh- Dream shirt business. I thought you launch your shit. Like, okay, was, just like, oh, yes, he was about to say <laughs> Launch your shirt. Launch your shirt. Launch your dream shirt there. business. Okay. Right. Because apparently, there were a lot of people who dreamt about starting their own t-shirt business from the side. I'll come clean. I wanted, I've always wanted statement shirts. I always come, I always yeah. hear good quotes in rap songs. Exactly. I just like didn't have that. Maybe this is it. Maybe Hustle <laughs> Share is my Let's avenue. Go. And no, I, we will. We'll have Hustle Share merch uh, as we get more hustlers and listeners in the show. So yeah. watch out. That's going to be in uh, Shirtly slash Hustle Share or in Hustle Share itself. Right. Okay, so going back, uh, you got people to uh, dream your ho- create your own shirt, uh, launch, your, launch your shirt, dream, dream shirt, shirt business. And so um, we focused on creating content for them, um, and on social media, our our shit just became a bit viral among those people: nice. graphic designers, um, online entrepreneurs, creatives, basically. Creatives, basically, yeah. and um, we created stories about the hustle, basically, as yeah. well. And they liked it, and well, most of them, uh, many of them, created their own shirt businesses. So me- for many of our users. Shirtly was their first step into entrepreneurship. Nice. Um, so you're enabling them to be entrepreneurs themselves. Right. Yeah. So that, that, was, the, that was the That's mission. That's what I loved about you. And then every single... I saw... I remember a lot of these posts that you invite them over to your office. Yes. And you... you power. Power. Yeah. <laughs> power. No, yeah. basically, and you give them... You know, empower them. And you, you, you train them as well on how to... Yeah, we do help them um, get started, okay. um, like the basics of selling shirts online, um, selling on Facebook groups. Nice. But they still have a lot of work to do after that. Absolutely, uh, no, that's they, that's not a hall pass. Right, you right. Know, this is this all your brand. That was one of our mistakes when we started. Okay. We, you know, we we tried pacifying their needs and um, tried to be everything for them. Yeah, like we had the slogan before: like anyone can be a shirtpreneur. And so I think yeah. it sent the wrong message. Like, um, like I mean, it's not not, not the wrong message, but um, set the wrong expectation. Yeah, that it's easy somehow to and have it's a never easy to business. It's never easy. Just this is a saying always in business, right? Because if it was easy, then everybody would fu- be fucking doing it. That's true. Yeah, right. exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, it's never easy, but the hustle is the same. Right. Sometimes you just gotta. 
adapt that hustle that you learn from someone else, tweak it, not the same fucking formula, and exactly. make it work for you. Right. So, in that said, James, what were the challenges you got? So, the, the, what was your peak first? Let's, let's start with that, and then it's okay. a challenge. So, we, we, um, we were able to gather a few seven-digit entrepreneurs. How many in total, if you don't mind me asking? Around 10 to 20. Dude, are you kidding me? Wow. Because there were a lot of, I think, really good um, creators out there. What was the formula to be a good entrepreneur, at least based on your expectations? Well, the first um, step always is to know your audience really well. Okay. So if you're part of that certain community, Mm you already know your audience. You know what they like. Yeah. You know what they would wear. Yeah. So that's always the first step. And yeah. from there, you just try to create a few shirt designs that would appeal to them. Usually, shirt designs that they would be proud of. Shirt statements that they would be proud and of. And you help them design. What if they don't have a designer? Um, no, we don't um, help our shirt printers design. Okay. Like It's really their... That's their hustle. Right? That's, their, that's, that's where their hustle, their hustle comes Yeah, they need to test their You're shirt designs. You're a platform. Yes. They need to figure out what the fuck they're going to say. Yeah. They sell. Okay. Because it's really not easy to find the sellable shirt design. No, no. Like, it's it's not not just about um, having super colorful graphics. It's like finding the right words, like copywriting. Yeah. Copywriting, right font, right positioning. Yeah. You know, you can't please everyone sometimes, you know, so you got to have to have diversity. Right. And there's no template for each audience. Correct. So again, it's a unique hustle in its own. There's similarities, but you got to make it uh, work for you. What are those hustles like? For example, if you were to define that and look in hindsight, out of those those twenty people, what were they able to do that did that the the uh, lower ranking shirt printers did not do? I think the main factor was the products themselves, the, product. um, the designs, like product market fit. They sold the products sold themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when they see it, it's like seeing shit on high sub sub ninety or hype. It's like fuck, I want that shit. Yeah, that because like um, when you're selling something online right. through us, um, um, the the mentality is that you have to offer them something that goes above and beyond what they expect. Of course, because they can buy shit. Um, on physical stores that they yeah, can and test. Uh, what's the market of shirts? Anybody, everybody uh, wears shirts, yeah. right? So but why will they buy your shirt out of all the shirts, right? Right. So the ones who usually succeeded really knew their market, and um, those people who didn't try to sell to everyone, because that's the main. Stayed in their niche. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Some people they even when they haven't even started yet. Okay. They ask us, hey, can we make 20 stores? Wow. Can we make like all these? I and, like the brevity, but dude, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. <laughs> right. And that's yeah. common among so many. Um, yeah. And that's what we try to tell them when, during our seminars or workshops. Yeah. Calm your tits. Yo, calm your tits, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. just focus on one that you already know. Yeah. And right. yeah, try to reach product market fit as yeah. fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Ask your friends. Or also part of that community, mm-hmm. and then when they hit a certain, I think, um, say level of sales, yeah, we try to help them scale it using yeah. Then, then that's when you multiply when you yeah. hit a certain level. Not you not you don't do a shotgun right. spray a prey approach. Yeah, 
And that so, was the peak. Or because you got funded, like, or there was a deal for you. How did that happen from being a platform to now being a venture? I mean, to be a backed entity. Right. So we're now we're we're a portfolio company of Future Now Ventures. Shout and out Future Now Ventures. Shout John out guys. R. Hey, How are you? And the yep. other portfolio companies. Yeah. Okay. Um, like auto deal. And glad to. Yep, and everyone. What's up? What's up, Jupiter people? All right. right? And Paseo people. Yeah. Paseo yep. People. I know. Um, you introduced me to John at yep. one event um, on at PAECC. So oh, you sh- I, t- I told him he's he's the dude. He, right. I don't know anybody else who is as open to listen to ideas. Right. From an angel's perspective, because I consider John as a super angel, really, right. because he's. Though they are uh, VC by default, it's really his call. Right. Other institutions would really have to go through certain bureauc- bureaucracies first before they make a decision, right. and they have to make it work within the custom, uh, you know, um, portfolio, whatever. It takes a while. Yeah. So John, been, you can, as long as he's in, he's in, and he will yeah. really help you. Out. They've been a blessing to us. So. It's been a blessing to a lot of us. Right, uh, right. Side note on me in Party File, I. We stayed in this office for a good year for nothing. He wasn't even part of my, my board. But without that, we would, we would have died way, way earlier right. without him. Anyway, going back to you. So you met John, and what happened after that? So what happened after? Well, when we talked about uh, shortly that time, um, we were, I think, somehow profitable already. We had nice. a sustainable business. But we were not going as fast as we could you wanted to scale faster yeah we wanted to like shorten the learning times of of things yeah um so that's how we basically um used um the money so yeah we we, we, like um hired the team yep um, how big did your team grow um the team was about i think 12 to 15 at that time that's a lot of people Right yeah. when we when we started, so and how many co-founders did you have at that time? Two, two. Yeah, still do now. Yeah, yeah okay, we have two great. Co-founders. So, yeah, you had at least Adriel and David. Shout out. There you okay. go. Yeah. Sup, Adriel is your COO, and and my girlfriend. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> COO. <laughs> Hi, right. Adriel. COO. So, oh, by the way, this is my CEO. <laughs> no, 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 and it's yeah. good because that's what's important about the hustles as well. Right. And I learned this the hard way when I was starting out. No matter how no matter how hard you hustle, it's tough. I'm not saying it's impossible because there's people who have done it before. It's tough when you're a solopreneur. That's true. Because there's always it's it's a battle. You go in a war. You're not going to a fist fight. Right. You're going to war, and you get somehow, some way, you're gonna need it to to need help. Yeah. And it's better when you have comrades in arms right. rather than you're going to try to be Chuck Norris because right. only Chuck Norris can do that. <laughs> Heck, yeah. and they, they always say that, you know, the, like the, the poster child of solopreneurs yeah. is Jeff Bezos, right? But, but people don't understand but that his wife or his former wife, I'm not, I'm not sure if they divorced yeah. uh, already, was a big part of making Jeff successful. So he, though he's not really co-founder, co-founder, yeah. But that's his team. That's a huge I'm pretty sure there's a lot of more unsung heroes that help him through the way. Right. So, so you, with our setup, really, yeah. um, to be honest, Adriel is, I think, the business mind in our Yee. team. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just a shirt seller. I just there sell shirts. Go, yeah, yeah but exactly. But when it comes to, like, hiring, she really has a good 
judge of character. That's good. Um, so she covered for your weaknesses. Yes, and we and David as well. Like yeah. three of us, we, we we were able to um, form a really good like team. Team in tandem, yeah. yeah. Chemistry as well. Chemistry, yeah, there, yeah. That's the that's the word that I was looking for. Okay, so from that point, you got to John Orak, and things were really going well. You hit a wall. Yeah. Um, what happened? Because this is where I actually lost touch because <laughs> by this time, right. my startup has passed away as well. In 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 party file and I had to start from scratch I had right. to like sort of detach myself and just really dig deep and you know take it one step at a time and just like just focus what happened to you? right so the problem that we had at that time was that um, we our acquisition efforts for new shirtpreneurs okay. um, were were a bit overpowered overpowering the um, the whole funnel mm. okay so let me let me um, put that into other words. So, we were spending so much time and I, I think also money on getting new shirtpreneurs. Okay. Whereas what we should have done is to focus on production. The the few shirtpreneurs were already doing it really well. Uh, okay. So before anyone could sign up, and we tried to help, um, like um, empower everyone. Yeah. But um, at some point, uh, we should have put a certain filter into the the funnel. Got it. Right. So, so there's too many people they couldn't hold it in anymore. And then you yes. lost track of the ones that really matter. Yeah. The, the seven um, digit printers, uh, shirt printers. Yeah, there was a point when um, I think one of the shirt printers stopped selling. Mm. Um, some that's going to hurt your numbers because they're you're dependent on their performance. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So we misallocated our you know marketing efforts at the time, okay. and we didn't realize it um, until you know um, until the like we had to make a pivot okay. on, on that side of the business. Okay. Um, and while doing that, we were also fixing our supply chain mm-hmm. um, um, systems and delivery. Yeah. But. For me, like, there's not one problem that, um, like, hit us, but it's... It's uh, always a bevy of stuff. It's yeah, a mixture of stuff. mixture of stuff. And um, when we realized that we had to pivot to a more... Um, like, we still empower entrepreneurs and right. shirt entrepreneurs, but we now focus on, like, the guys who can take it to the next level. How bad did it get? So, from your peak, how bad did it get for you that, like... Of course, there's in in business, right? In every mistake, yeah. every triumph that you make, there's always a consequence. There's right. always a price to pay. Right. What was that for you guys? Um, basically, we transferred um, our office space. Okay. Um, we we had to move to a smaller office space. Downsize. Downsize. Um, and well, we promised those users, those shirt printers, that we would help them, every one of them, and okay. then suddenly. Like you couldn't help told, yourself. Yeah. yeah, we couldn't help ourselves. Um, we told them that we would be focusing on a few. So if you want to create your account, you have to um, attend a paid workshop um, mm. to to join. So there's a certain process now yeah. that we do um, to like filter the ones who are really serious about this. Of course, of and, course. Um, because, I mean, even the bigger companies like the Grabs, the yeah. Ubers... They were aggressive, super aggressive. And then all of a sudden, everybody wanted to be like, oop, they had to put yeah. a break. They had to stop it. And then government also had to stop that too. Um, 
So from right. that point, did well, did it get worse from that? What 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 happened? Um, from that point, um, of course we, we were running out of cash as well at the time because we Welcome spent a lot. Welcome to on Startup it. Life One Hundred and One. Right. You're really not into the startup yeah. brand until you start worrying about your your like where where money is yeah. really not no, there's no money anymore right that's where the real hustle yeah and your best shit comes out yeah so you're you went to the valley oh of God. death the, yeah welcome and, to the valley of death my man. <laughs> so yeah. there uh, from that point so from that point well um i think when we needed it the most the best shit did um, always your best shit always happens in the valley of death right I, i'm that's that's true that's that's proven yeah it's either you your best shit comes out or you just literally go down the, the uh-huh. and you meet satan face to face you know but at the, yeah. even if you go to that point i mean i've been through the worst like literally losing a company yeah that doesn't define you that's true you always have positives to come out of every shitty fucked up situation right and what I want to give you credit on is that you managed to save your company at the last minute. Right. And you, Thanks, you mentioned Appreciate. about that. Now, before you say what happened, let's go to a quick break. This is a cliffhanger. Sorry, guys. Okay. Right. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again. And we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTimeDeposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. 
Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. Yes. Effective automation is the best way for businesses to stay competitive. And having a chatbot for your business lets you easily automate and optimize sales, marketing, and customer service in the digital age. Chatbot PH will build, train, maintain, and market your chatbot across all messaging platforms. Our team uses the latest AI technologies to enable you to better serve customers 24-7, 365. Set a meeting with us today. Message us now at m.me slash chatbotph. And we are back. We're, we're still with James Fernando, who managed to stay alive, which is good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then, yeah. Okay. Um, again, uh, before the break, we talked about how uh, he was able to survive the valley of death yeah. and, you know, put his startup back in the, the right direction. So, again, going back, James. Um, you're in deep shit already. Just, yeah, just in, 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 um, in, in the lack of better terms. Right. How were you able to survive? How did you manage to at least kick out after, before the count of three, you know, and wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were almost there. Like, yeah. The water was almost. Yeah. Yeah. There. So yeah. how did you uh, survive or at least how did you stay alive? Well, the thing about that period was that... Um, because we um, stopped focusing so much on acquiring new users, we had more time to focus on the people who were actually paying us, the shoppers. Yeah. 
the customers, the ones who wear our shirts. Of course. So, um, so we started to obsess over. Um, I mean, as cliche as the sounds, mm-hmm. we started to listen to, to, what they want. Okay. okay. So we suddenly realized that um, we we needed to uh, fix our supply chain system even better. Right. Um, we we we, we um, and then um, we focused on the few number of shirtpreneurs who are actually doing well. Okay. So um, the marketing expense and all the other expenses uh, that were removed by, yeah. you know, um, you repositioned it to to towards the shoppers. So we obsessed over customer, I guess, experience. How did you manage to pay the bills during that time where, sh- where resources were lacking? We still had cash flow because people are still buying the shirts. Okay. So um, when we had to readjust uh, the company, okay. um, I think was it there was collateral very... damage where they had to let go of people? Um, yeah, some, some, okay. some, some people, right? That's um, fair. Sometimes you got to do it. It's a necessary evil. Yeah. It's not personal, but you know what? You you have to save the ship. Right. You know, right. What, what you can always do for those people is that set them up in a position that in their next job, they're going to be Right. Acquired. And that's what I actually tried to do. That's um, good. That's we, good. really worked hard to do yeah. that um, at the time. Hey, go out of the way. That's what founders... Here's what people don't understand with founders yeah. or the people that start a company. People think that we don't care, that we only care about the profits. Most founders actually fucking love you. They don't just fucking care about you. They love you, that they, they're family. Right. That every single one of you matters, right? And if you have to let people go, that really hurts. Yeah. And especially if there's a bunch of them, it's like having to go through five, six, seven, eight breakups at the same time. That's true. And you don't, you, we literally lose sleep over that. I had right. to do that in Party File. And the most, I always say this, the most, the only pain that probably exceeds that are two things, like uh, death, because grief and mourning is, is something yeah. I don't want on anyone, but everybody has to go through that. Second would be probably a terrible heartbreak. And third is this. It's That's like, true. oh my God, it's this compounding yeah. heartbreak. <laughs> that was like one of the, like it was pretty difficult to bear at the time. So no, we had I to swear. Like I cried. Water. I cried. Like for yeah, real. Yeah. You, you literally cried. No matter how tough you are as a man or whoever, this is there's nothing can prepare you for it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So okay, you had to do that. Dig in deep. You even had to. I'm pretty sure you're having creeps of doubt creep in. That's now. true. Um, like I was questioning the th- decisions that we made right. at the time. Like. Did you really have to um, spend on this, spend yeah. on that? And um, it was a really, it was one of the, I think, most fruitful learning experience yeah. of going through the whole process um, ever so far. And I still look back at that year um, knowing that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, we are very accountable to those people and okay. I don't want that to ever happen again. Of course. And... Um, what yeah. were the hacks that, that got you into the right direction? You said, yes, okay, you focused on the, the users and the free shirtpreneurs that were do, doing well. What else did you guys do too? Yeah. It was a slow grind okay. um, to, to increase our sales month okay. to month because that's what um, we really focus on, the sales, the number of yeah. t-shirts that we are able to sell. And um, like number one, our team had to be prepared for it. Like we realized that we were not equipped enough in terms yeah. of digital marketing yeah in terms of 
paid ads, in yep. terms of marketing. It's hard. Yeah. And sometimes the best way to do it is just hire an expert from the outside. Right. If you really, because there's always a learning curve, right? Yeah. And if you try to be everything at once, and that's where you're going to fail and you get distracted. Right, right. right. So, okay, you got and that. And so we, yeah. we tried to, well, we tried to do that our own. Okay. Um, we tried to learn um, all those like tactics yeah. how to sell shirts. And we became pretty good at it. That's and good, yeah. Slowly, we were able to bring back sales up nice. without having to increase our expenses anymore. Good, so, nice. Um, I think this happened around um, 2017. Nice. Um, so we were bringing back the sales up and um, without having to increase the expenses. And then from there, we focus on the same thing every day. Yeah, like I myself, my I know my priorities. Is Your metric is our main metric is um, like the efficiency of our ads, basically. Okay, um, because that's what's gonna drive the traffic. Yeah, it's just gonna trickle, be a trickle down effect. Right. With the ads, everything will just follow through. Right. So we focus a lot on, you know, customer acquisition. Okay. Um, like budget. And how retargeting? much targeting? Were you doing a lot of yeah, retargeting? Yeah, we, we do a lot of retargeting, um, and um, we also, of course, um, had sales as a second metric. Okay. Right? So, so, yeah. um, like, we weren't obsessing about growing the number of quantities that we sell, but because our number one priority is the efficiency of the ads. Okay. But as long as we get to keep that certain metric um, healthy, healthy, yeah. We can try to scale every month. Correct. Because it's shirts. now a formula. Yes, yes. Rather than it's a fucking hypothesis. It's a wild guess. Right. Like, right. Okay. And then yeah. you fucking cross, do a sign of the cross. Hope that happens. Right. And every once in a while, you get chamba. But you know, now it's a formula. Yeah. Now you can scale up. Yes. That's when you know you really have product market fit. Right. Because it's relative that if you do right. X, X, Y will happen. Right, right. And I'm happy you did that. I'm, I'm, that's why, again... Uh, he's here in this episode because right. this guy is an unsung exactly. hero. He managed to avert death, right. you know, and that's a big role. I had to go through death itself. Though, again, in hindsight, I, I learned so many things that helped me uh, get Chatbot PH acquired. I would have loved to still figure that out, but you know, bygones be bygones. It's hindsight 2020. Okay, uh, James. So from now, where, where where are you guys at? I mean, current state of Shirtly, what 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 keeps you busy? What's your day? What's your grind now? It's a totally different uh, yeah. thing. It's funny because this guy came prepared. He has notes at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to. Prep and it's weird, for, uh, but before you answer that, there's yeah. just one thing I need to know. Okay. You have you 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 don't have a phone. I always message you. <laughs> Why the fuck do you not have a phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are, were you? Did you get in trouble with the law before? What happened? <laughs> no, I actually do you? have a phone, but it's a burner phone. You know, did you yeah. watch Breaking Bad? Those flip phones. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you don't throw away whenever yeah. you want to. No, um, I don't have a phone because, um, like this, um, it's a segue, mm-hmm. right? Um. Because I try to budget my time, like how I budget my money. There you go. So this is a hack. Listen up. We we, we need to we <laughs> need right. to listen to this because he's one of the few people that I've seen him write shit on Medium and share articles about. So you're actively tr- hacking your daily grind. Yeah, I'm 
yeah, I'm trying to hack and optimize my everyday routine. Okay. So, one of the things that I thought was very destructive was, you know, flipping through Instagram stories for yeah. a few minutes and then yep. after and the last a while, thing you know, you have a hundred Instagram story and you ran yeah, out of Instagram. And you don't yeah. know these people you're yeah. even viewing. Yeah. So most of them are just doing random selfies with them pouting and shit. Like, right. Fuck? All right. So instead of like trying to not open or uninstall Instagram, I I kicked the idea of having a mobile phone, smartphone. The whole phone, even with all the productive apps in there, like the Wazes and whatnot. Right. Yeah. How do you sacrifice that just for the f- uh, sake of op- like, like, like focus? So um, right now, everyone in my contact knows that I don't have a phone. So wow. they adjusted to <laughs> me as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, James, the guy that doesn't have a phone. <laughs> yeah, well, my friends know that. Yeah, so shit. Okay. Yeah, so what, what if people want to contact you now to, after this episode and they know that you don't have a phone? Um. Well, usually message. it's Facebook message, okay. right. email. That way I can, like, assign a timer. I can just focus on the messages. Okay. So now you so, don't have a phone. Yeah. So the hack is, um, is basically like budgeting money. Okay. So, um, one of the things that I learned last year. Is there's a term called like name each dollar that you, you Joe? Get. I think it's like Joseph, whatever. <laughs> uh, just my dollar is Joseph. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. No, no, okay. So, what does name each dollar mean? So, all the money that's coming from your um, salary or whatever source of income, okay, you already put a name to each peso in there. So, mm-hmm. um, so first, like when you get your salary, you put it in the emergency fund, you put it in the um, you allocate interest, it, right? you allocate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You, you, you don't um, allow a certain amount to just stay hanging in there. Okay. Um, so that's what I do with my time as well. So each hour in my day is kind of optimized to... Wow, to, and you stick to, to this every single... So you're a routine type of guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, the one good thing about it is that s- suddenly your day is programmable. So okay. if you want to switch your priority to say like customer service to uh, di- digital marketing mm. you just remove um, customer service from your prime times and you just um, replace it with um, time to learn about digital marketing time to yeah. talk to customers and stuff like that so um, I get to program my time um, based on my priorities how extreme is this so for example literally when you wake up you know that you have you stick to a schedule yeah um, there are like yeah um, when I wake up I know the things that I cannot do okay and I know the things that I can do okay so, like what if you don't mind me asking like, like for example don't, um, don't cartwheel to work you know like that no <laughs> <laughs> no it's something like that <laughs> like, like for example um, when I uh, when I would wake up before, I would lounge around my room, yeah. um, uh, browse on YouTube, watch yeah, NBA. Yeah. Um, so I try to get rid of that. And you go straight to do what? Um, my routine, my daily routine. Uh, so, which is like how? Just like for example, okay. are, you a, are you a slow grinder at first? It takes a while for you to get your flow right away or you get like boom first... Because I always ask this with my employees when they when you onboard. Okay. What do you do first? The hardest or the easiest thing? Hardest for me. Hardest for you. Hardest wow. for you. Yeah. Okay. Why? Um, I think all my creative juices and problem solving stuff, um, I have them in the morning. Okay. So 
um, after having breakfast at, ho- at home, um, no, he, he just he just got emotional. <laughs> okay. and hit the mic. Right. Okay. So, okay. Right. So after having breakfast at home, I go to the office, and then I do this. You don't take a bath. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like prep up. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Certainly, Tim, your your founder and CEO does not take a bath. They <laughs> okay. So okay, you you yeah. got your flow the hardest shit right away. Yeah. No, no. Um, I first do a certain practice. Um, it's thankfulness and meditation. Ah, like practice. you Marie Kondo that shit all the time. Yeah, because okay. sometimes you wake up with all these um like emotional baggage. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. From like the you're day before, not in the good right? mood. Yeah. So um, I try to do a certain practice that Tony Robbins teach. How, what is it? How does it like work? You just have to be, the idea is to be thankful for three main things in your life. Yeah. And you have to internalize them. You have to feel like you're in them. And then after that. Not um, like Ariana Gandhi. Thank you. Oh. Next. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next. No, not like that. Because that guy, she's, she's thankful. Yeah. But she just goes next. Right? <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. You remember like anything, okay. that any oh. moment in the past. Yeah. And even last week or even like a few years ago. Three things that you're thankful for, thankful and it for. gets you in the right gist right away. Yeah, it gets you in this thankful mood, and okay. then when you think about the things, the problems that you need to solve yeah. in the business or creative things you have to deal with, yeah, suddenly it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, um, in my experience. Um, when do you delegate? Or after you've done your shit already? Yeah. Well, actually, the things that. I need to delegate, or I think already delegated to the team. When? The night before? No. Um, so everyone in the team already has their own workflows that they need. Uh, um, we have this quarterly meeting and we set okay. everything there. And, and so you just let them auto do autopilot. At yeah, the same. and our metrics are viewable anytime. Because it's hard. Like for me, it's hard for me okay. to get that focus. I'm the other way around. Okay. I do the easy shit first. Yeah emails, whatever, anything that requires people mm. because I need, I cannot literally be isolated from my team because there's always distractions. Hey, Ron, what do you do? Hey, Ron, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Ron, blah, blah, blah. Right. And there's only a small window in my day that I can do that. Okay. I do the hard shit that I can focus when all the distractions are done. Right. Because yeah, I'm yeah. in the people business, okay. right? I, I make chatbots for a living, but yeah. we're not at a point, uh, point yet where bots make bots yet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> when we yeah. get there, then yeah, I'm we, sorry, no, team. No, I got to no. let you go. Black mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. for me, that's what it is. Like, and I can't just say no, because what if that's an important decision? That's their blocker. Right. I don't want to be their blocker. I need to be able to help them and empower them. Right. Because if not, then we're going to bog down. Yeah. For you, it's the other way around. That's great. I want to learn from that. Like, so you said they're already autopilot. What metrics do you guys use? OKRs? What, what do you guys do to, to set those, those responsibilities with you literally having not to micromanage them anymore? Right. It, um, basically, there's a certain metric for every person in the okay. team. So, for example, our customer service head, um, his main metric is our NPS score, okay. net promoter score. So okay. we can view that anytime. Mm. And when we see that there's some improvement um, that needs to be done, that's when we have a meeting. That's when we talk. Okay. But at a, on a day-to-day b- basis, they already know what they're supposed to do. Nice. So um, we have very rare, we, we meet very rarely. 
um, wow. our team. So, are you remote or are you still in the same place? Still in the same place. Okay, but you just don't talk like "fuck you." I don't know you. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Like well, um, of course, uh, other teams do talk. Like, for example, Adriel, um, she's yeah. in charge of operations. Yeah. Um, so when there's an issue, of she course. deals with them. You cannot and, not yeah, take, take that, that on right away. So okay. that part, um, I've already delegated. I mean, not really delegated, but mm-hmm. Adriel is the one who's really good at that. There you go. So they just let me do my shit as well. There you go. Um, on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how it works. Um, and it's already programmed all throughout the day. Okay. Um, so I just grind in every day. I just do my, I know, check in my, ma- ma- check in my metrics. Yeah. Um, and everyone, um, like performs like that as well. That is great. So you built the machine now. You have also the formula that makes you successful. What's next for you? What, where, where do you want to take this and whatnot? Um, okay. So the thing with us is that, um, when we underwent through the Valley of Death, we always had this big vision almost like change the world mentality okay and um that's one of the things that we changed um after that experience yeah. so now we just focus on two main things number one is our actual sales yep what's your target um this year yep. and the next year so we don't try to set a big number like in five or ten years yeah um that's not Realistic. Working for us. Yeah. I mean, it works for many people, but it doesn't work for us. No, in reality, actually, that's just a Hail Mary. Right. You right. know, and that's the North Star. Okay. Yeah, when you have a North Star, they always say that, you know, aim yeah, for the North stars. Star. Yeah, they, they, you, if you don't fail, if you fail, you end up in the moon, which is not bad. Yeah. Right? But yeah, it, it, it depends on, yeah. But for you, you, you like setting attainable goals. Yeah, we, we like saying, setting attainable goals. And we also have a um, certain set of mantras that we live by. Yeah, now we, we're getting really deep in this shit. Okay. <laughs> Mantra. Mantra. We're talking about it's chakra like and Gurus the next and ninjas. Yeah, okay. No, no, but it's, this is, again, yeah. a testament. I always, for some reason, every article that you share, okay. I, I always save it. Because I know it's, you don't, rare, you rarely post. Right. But if when you share, that means it's good. Right? right, and there's only a few people in my feed that does that. Majority of the time, they bicker about stupid shit and whatnot. <laughs> right, right. But right. I, I literally, you're one of those people that if you share something, I know it's something worthwhile that I can learn on. Yeah. So, right. those mantras. What were those mantras? Um, one of the main things that the best mantra that I like. It's basically simple. Okay. Um, the mantra is we just want to do right by our employees, by yeah. our customers. Yeah. And by our shareholders, by ourselves. Just doing right by them. Sometimes it sounds very simple, but when you're making a decision, um, sometimes you don't... Um, like, you make decisions that, you know, are not, um, like, abiding by that mantra. Yeah. Then so, you have to live back to that core. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's that's one of our main mantras. So, if you ask me now, like, how... I see ourselves in five years. Um, I see a lot of happy and loyal customers. That's good. Um, I see a lot of happy and loyal customers who are buying whatever we release. Yeah. Um, whatever 
Um, and they have better designs. Thing. Again, I'm not tooting your horn here, but I've seen your designs of the type of shit that you guys sell. Right. These are good. There's, there's this astronaut alien guy that sells yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the yeah. designs. Really dope so dope designs. It's just that I can't imagine myself rocking that. There's too many print. Because right. I'm, I'm a plain, plain Jane kind of guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's dope, dude. And it's good. Now, last question, James. It's personal question here okay. in terms of... What is? Where do you, what's your source for all this shit? Because you're you don't have a phone now, right? How do you get your new information? That's a hack. Because if you're not investing your time, and you okay. say you always optimize your grind, your right. hustle, you need to have good sources. Because yeah. majority of the time that people don't get good sources of information is because they only rely on certain sources like Facebook. Ninety or eighty percent of the shit you see on Facebook is bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Like I Facebook swear. Groups. <laughs> no, you know, and not, yeah. not not to, not they're not putting okay. Facebook, but you know, it's it's irrelevant information that you that will help you on your grind. Yeah, yeah. You need to dig deep to right. get that type okay. of information. Where do you get yours? Um. So the the thing about yeah, I I understand. Like, there's so many information distractions. Actually, yeah, yeah distractions. And even advisors and coaches these days everywhere. Yeah, everybody's a coach now for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're a coach? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So for me, I try to define who my believable people are. Okay. And what's um, your measure for that? Um, the people who have done done it themselves. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Okay. Um, knows what it feels like to, you know, um, you know, go through the value of death yep. and all those yep. those things the highs and the lows yeah yep. so when i try to ask for advice or get information mm-hmm. i i look for those people you um, just don't randomly lf advice what do i do with my mentor <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah a lot of people what do i do what do i wear lf right, yeah, right, looking, right, right. looking for recommendations yeah, what do i do with my fucking life today <laughs> And some of them are really hard questions. And yeah, and then why the hell are you asking this here? Yeah. Right? It's like so, okay. crowdsourced thing. So when you're know. asking for advice, you look for those characteristics first. Yeah. And not all of them are like people that I can reach. Some of them I listen to in podcasts. Yep. So I listen a lot. Um, books. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, have a, I bought a Kindle like Kindle. a year ago, yeah. um, Feb last year. Oh, mm-hmm. it's one year now. So I used to watch Netflix, I think an hour a day. Yeah. I kicked that and I replaced it with Kindle. This is um, again going back to your calendar. Yeah, yeah, it's part of that already. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's part of that. There's a time for, like before I sleep. Mm-hmm. It helps me go to sleep. Before that was porn, now it's Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, okay. oh, so, whoever, if you're not Mr. and Mrs. Work. Fernando, <laughs> your, your son has changed if you want to listen to this. <laughs> Okay, right. good job, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you so can big step it. up. Yeah. There, there you go. Okay. Other than that, any other sources? I, I always see you on Medium for some reason. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. Like right now, there's lots of paid stuff on Medium, so I lessen my Medium. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. One favorite source that I like are um, newsletters of selected people that they follow like who like for example Tim Ferriss Tim um, Ferriss yeah <laughs> oh Tim Ferriss um, no, he's, he's, he's a yeah. gold mine there's a, a, a newsletter called Five Bullet Fridays Five Bullet Fridays so it's basically five things that he does every day oh. so it's just basically generalist okay uh, shit but I do that for 
you know, digital marketing people as well. I try to be Got part it. of it. You know, so I do that in all my my uh, domains. That is awesome. I, I try to look for that person and try to get all the stuff I can, free stuff. Yeah, and you know, you're literally picking them their, their brains by them doing it voluntarily by giving you free right, shit. Right, right, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and also, I, I ask for advice um, from fellow founders every yeah. now and then. Like, for example, um, one founder that one founder that has been very helpful yeah. um, is Frankie. Um, Frankie. Frankie. Free from um, AutoDeal. Yeah. Yep. Daniel as well. Yep. So I asked him about content, um, SEO. These guys are experts. Really oh good God. at that. Yeah, super good. So, and very humble too. Yes. Yeah, Frankie um, can be crazy sometimes if he's drunk, but he's yeah. have hat, hats off. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> when I asked him for advice, it was actually... He's we, drunk? We were both drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like super wasted. Oh, already. that's good. Click through right that shit, bro. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Frankie, do you have 2019 marketing tips and yeah. stuff like that? And so he did not only give me tips, but he held a workshop for um, oh, Future wow. Now portfolio companies. Wow, and wow, wow. It happened, I, I think, three weeks ago. That's and awesome. Yeah, now like, we're, we're doing our own content shit basically that is awesome what I learned from him and, and again this, awesome. this found there's no better source at least from our side of the world or outside of the spectrum founders majority of the time are always willing to ha- give a helping yeah. hand other than founders who else was instrumental in giving you or at least pulling you from the dark ages again that's my last question who, who else helped you out in, in, in that because we all needed that right um I needed that. I, I needed to just let go, uh, you know. And sometimes the most basic advice can be the most important advice. Right. Um, well, the main core that I have, I have two main like core groups. One's yeah. my family, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty close with my mom, my, my yeah. brother. Yeah. My brother's also in business. Yep. I met um, your brother before. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Kickstart. Yes. Uh, so we talk about shit every day. Yeah. So even during those times, he was super instrumental in yeah, keep helping going. us get out. Yeah. Um, and we, he even taught us a certain um, financial system, like wow. personal finance and like business finance system. Yeah, and we, this is where a lot of first-time entrepreneurs struggle because yeah. they put everything in one pocket. Right. It, no, you shouldn't be doing that. There right. should be two different. You should treat them uh, differently because yeah. if your main if your business is your source of livelihood and you dip into that shit all the time you're fucked yeah right so like the system that he taught us we still use it to this day and I even use it to and how does that so. system work if you don't mind me asking this can uh, be valuable for fellow hustlers listening to the show at the moment so there's 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 a certain excel sheet that we use okay um do you mind sharing that if you don't mind? Yeah, sure. Resource I, I, can just share for, for... It. I mean, it's pretty simple, but okay. sometimes you forget about it when you're in the grind every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So we'll I share that share in that. this episode on hustleshare.com okay. right. uh, after J, uh, in the, the post. Uh, just look for it when this goes live. Right, yeah. okay. So it's all about, um, okay, so like, do, do I discuss that? Yeah, go. Right, so after the normal um, formula for. Um, income and expenses, you know, income, expense, and savings. Right. So what I learned using that sheet is that we need to pay ourselves first. Of course. So from the income, you, you try to set aside a certain amount already for certain buckets. 
Like okay. for example, for the business, even for yourself, for me, I have my emergency fund, yep. my stocks, and Kindle all that. fund, which used to be porn fund. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. No, no. Just kidding. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and then that's when you try to allocate for the expenses that okay. you have. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, so that's how the sheet works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like going back to the groups, right. um, I also have a set of friends. Um, from high school. Mm, so I, this is where you started, like where, from where you started sell, selling shirts. Right, right. From Don Bosco, Mandaluyo. Actually, yeah. actually, grade school, we've been... Wow, so um, it's your brothers, like yeah, brothers for life. Homies. Homies, okay. For life. I didn't know you were an OG, okay. <laughs> we, we got homies here. The, <laughs> OG right. James. No, but up. the thing with us is we don't talk about work. Okay. Um, talk about life. You talk about life. So whatever happens at work, you know that there's a group of people that still will be there for you whatever happens. Yep, yep. Without um, any judgment. Without any what? judgment. With no need to pretend. And that's anything. very important for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So we try to... Um, well, until now, we, we meet every week. So nice. there's time for that. Um, it's also in my calendar. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Even them. <laughs> Homies time. Right. Every yeah, right. Sunday yeah. night or whatever. <laughs> All right, James, that's it for, for, for us in this episode. Uh, why don't you invite people over to check out the current version of Shirley I know it's going to improve as, as time goes by because right. you already have the magic formula. Yeah. But if you guys want to check out James, where where should we look out for you and uh, how do we access Shirtly? Um, you can access Shirtly by going to www.shirtly. And shirt.ly. Shirt.ly, yep. yeah. And if you want to create a store and start your... I guess entrepreneurial journey yep. um, with us you can attend one of our workshops okay. we have a free workshop coming up um, it's gonna be held at Paseo okay. um, in March 27 okay. and there's a lot of time still right a lot of time um, and one seven digit entrepreneur will be speaking wow um, he will be telling Neil Palteng yeah um, the topic is about how to manage nine to five and seven church businesses there you go and um so yeah um nine to five he has seven stores yeah yeah yeah. holy shit Um, why does he still have a nine to five (laughs) (laughs) if i had a seven seven he's a shirtpreneur dude yeah i'd be in bali right right yeah he's actually i think a product manager at one of the big stuff ayana oh shoot the miko startup that is awesome okay right now before he used to be a finance now sometimes it probably just breaks the monotony too and it's just yeah yeah it's i think um, he's a pure numbers guy, but having those shirt businesses is his creative outlet. Mm, um, got it. Same way with me. Like I yeah. created a podcast just to, you know, uh, relieve myself from sometimes it gets too overwhelming. This right. is my natural state. Yeah, just crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much, James. I hope you no, had fun. Thanks for having me, Ron. I mean, this let's, if we can do this again in the future, and I would we will definitely talk about, talk about your Kindle moments <laughs> <laughs> or what was uh, your Kindle moments. All right, thank you very much. And guys, if you like the show, please don't forget to subscribe for us in um, Spotify, iTunes, and in Google Podcasts. And oh, please don't forget to give us a rating and reviews. We need that so that we can can get our numbers up. And if you like this, of course, please don't forget to share it to your friends. All right, this has been Hustle Share. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.